Welcome, everybody, to My Dumb Friends. Uh, I am your host, Dan Sagebrain, filling in for Sean Donnelly today. The always hilarious and beautiful Al Jackson. Stepping in, stepping up. That's what we do. We, we're a man down. It doesn't matter. We step up. Yeah, we just got Well, we're slowly trying to get Sean off this thing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Tom, how are you doing in Massachusetts? I'm doing great, guys. Yeah? You, you sound You sound like there's like some pepper in your step, Louie. Are you on like... What are you doing? Are you doing like nature walks? He like... sounds like he's fucking somebody in the shower. <laughs> that's definitely not happening. Okay. But... Yeah, that's... A... No, no, it's a, it's a be- beautiful fall day here in New England. Oh, man, I miss New England. Mm, me too. Uh, in this hellhole we live in. Uh, and uh, today our guest, uh, you've seen him on his own Comedy Central Half Hour, and you've seen him on Conan. He used to write for Conan. Jesse Pop, everybody. Hello. Yeah. How are Welcome. you? Thank you. I'm Thank good. you for doing this. Oh, yeah. My we were pleasure. just talking outside. Uh, do you, I don't know if you knew Al, to supplement his income, Jesse used to be a professional gambler. Well, it, it wasn't a fucking intense. professional. I would play poker. And when I needed bills and but that's a professional poker. Yeah, yeah technically, yeah. but it's not, you know, it's Do you know what would happen if we tried to play professional poker? <laughs> I'd be like, now I have bills and four guys trying to kill me. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but I wasn't like, you know, one of these guys, you know, they've got like six monitors and they're winning three hundred grand or something. I was like, I need three hundred dollars this month. So that's I That's still fucking amazing. And, yeah. Well I also it's also it the funny thing is it's kind of more stressful than just Working a regular job sometimes, right? And you're. Have you ever lost big? Yeah, but then, well, that's that's the thing. Like, I'd sit down and immediately be down like nine hundred dollars, oh and then I play for twelve hours to win fifty dollars. I feel like you should be oh saying this God. at a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys, when you're down and the big fish is on you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I'm well, you know, it's funny. Terms. Like once I, I mean, I have enough money, so I don't have to do that. So I don't really gamble as much as. Also, it was. So many stressful situations. It's like, yeah, I should probably just do this for fun. What are some of these stressful situations? Uh, just, just things like like that where I was broke. This is when I was living in uh, Brooklyn or living back in Detroit, and you just have no money. <laughs> There's your stressful situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Detroit, <laughs> Detroit gambling. Can you imagine how fucking bleak <laughs> they just call that room the documentary? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like, what's the like what? Like, what's the most depressing thing you've seen there? Like, is, is there, have you in, seen anyone be like, I don't know how to, like, have you seen anyone being like, I don't have the money or anything? Well, you will. If you go to any Detroit casino, like at, say, like, say, if you go to a casino in Vegas, people are generally having a good time and yeah. they're, on, they're on vacation. If you walk through a casino in Detroit at, like, Tuesday on a midnight, it's pretty It's dark. grim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just people trying to pay their bills and... Oh my god! Uh, just uh, old, old people and drunk people, and it's just it's pretty awful. <laughs> I think you can get depressed in Manhattan when you see your like local bar turn into like a douchebag, right? Fucking frat bar. No. That's depressing to me. That's depressing, but Detroit depressing. I feel like is a whole new because you saw your good bar and not even turn into like a frat. <laughs> you just. Tr- See it turn into basically a trash can fire you can yeah. drink over, you know? Uh, that is, uh, yeah, so he, did you see people just, like, break down while you're there? No, well, I mean, I didn't do a lot of, I played a little blackjack. I mostly played poker online. I played a couple. So you wouldn't go to rooms? like Sometimes. Find... Well, I remember I went to one room with a friend of mine. It was in this bar. And uh, and it was like, did you have to go in the back? And just... Well, yeah, yeah, and they closed down the bar, and we're playing, and... Uh, I was about to win, but these guys seem kind of rough around the edges, so I kind of... Wait, what does that mean? 
they just seem scary. Yeah, okay. There so, we go. <laughs> so I lost, so I would only come in second. And you oh, lost on purpose? Yeah. Wow. Because I was afraid if I won. Then they... what, what were they doing? They just kind of looked crazy, or they were saying they weird things? They were like things? repo guys, and one guy I trapped in a hand, and... Uh, uh, he's uh, Jesse's like shivering while he says this. The thing is, like, you were shivering, and I was sitting over here, like, did I? I thought I didn't sleep, and maybe I thought he was shivering. But no, then I he's drank not... that little crow thing. Too much coffee. Um, First of all, nice pronunciation. Lacroix. Oh my damn. god! Need some culture. That Lacroix. Oh, I said Holy Lacroix. Shit. No, I was talking about the uh, the drink for Brandon Lee's the crow. They had a. <laughs> the, the special energy drink that came out. We're all familiar with that drink. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they just seem like weird guys, and my friends and I were like, yeah, these guys. And so we just, I just kind of went out in second and won like 100 bucks. That's how you know you're oh, good, wow. though, when you can decide to finish second. Yeah. That means you're the best. Yeah, how do you even do that? How do you decide to finish second? Well, he just wanted to, like, split up the, I mean, like, rake up the, split up the, Pot. Yeah. So I was like, hey, just, just want to split this up and be done. So I just kind of came in second place. But you knew you could beat him. I thought I could. I had a big advantage, but I was afraid. I didn't want to beat him, you know. Right. I thought it might wow. get dicey. How much did he win that night? Just like a hundred some odd bucks. But, you know, most of the time it's fine. You're playing with friends or you're playing online. Or if you go to the program, For the listeners, just say a thousand anytime yeah, you yeah. say a hundred. <laughs> like, all of my wins, all of my wins were, were very this low. Is the opposite of rounders. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have any crazy stories where I won like twelve thousand dollars. It was mostly yeah. like I could pay my rent, and then I would go get like a Jamaican beef patty and a tall boy. What ha- what happened when you beat Big Tony in the poker game? Yeah. Well, he just he pushed me around a little bit. He yeah, shoved yeah. me. He shoved me. I couldn't go to Six Flags that year. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking. That's still insane though. And uh, and then they. Um, and now I just play for like oh during these uh, baseball games I'll bet like twenty five bucks a game. How are you doing? I'm up like hundred fifty bucks. Whoa, so you are pretty good. It's all right. I mean, but then there's stories, you know, you know, where I might lose two hundred bucks, and it all comes out in the wash. Right. Basically, I'm a genius. How yeah. do you, How do you bet on baseball? Because I, I have a friend that's a uh, recovering uh, gambling addict uh-huh. uh, for the last eight years, and he said that was the one thing. It's funny because I was talking to my wife last night, and the Hawaii game was on. on yeah, yeah. But I don't the, really watch college. Yeah, but. but Hawaii is obviously because of yeah. time slots. It's the last game uh, of the, of the day, yeah, yeah. and so you, if you got your ass kicked all all day, the, all the gamblers bet on the Hawaii game. Yeah, because back in the days to put up a ton of points is the last game for you get your money back. So I was telling my wife about that, and then when you bring up baseball, he said it was super hard to bet on baseball. Uh, I actually think baseball. Well, this is dorky, <clears throat> but I have a spreadsheet that I made. Yeah, and then you just kind of get a general line, and then I based on you know who's playing if there's. Somebody sitting down. Or Are you betting like under overs on the uh, amount of runs scored, or uh, betting uh, betting the money line mostly? Okay. Yeah. And then so somebody else creates the line. Yeah, and then you bet. Who, I basically come up with what percentage chance each team has to win, and then I look at the line. If it's a good bet, I'll... I think you should be able to come up with a line. I think they're going to score <laughs> yeah. under a hundred yeah, runs yeah. this game. <laughs> and <All> then, right. <laughs> uh, with 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 the net, the line changes throughout the game. It's almost like day trading. Right. Where you yeah. can keep hedging your bets and bet throughout the uh, game. And, yeah. Uh, well, that's what they're talking about with this whole new uh, DraftKings. You know, this is the big thing is the uh, the week-to-week fantasy football betting, yeah, yeah. which I don't do, but all my friends are, like, hooked on. Yeah. And they're saying this is only the beginning. They're saying that <coughs> in a couple of years you're going to be able to bet bet play-to-play. 
like oh in football. God. Isn't that crazy? Play think, to play. I read a thing. I, I think it was on Bloomberg. Where like something like fifteen percent of the players win ninety percent of the money. So it's all sharks. They write these scripts where they can automatically join all of the games. So like nobody, hardly anybody's actually winning money right. in those things. So it's just those guys. Yeah. It's just anytime I see a commercial for anything and somebody's holding up a giant check, I'm like, that's bullshit. (laughs) That's that's just a way to you should tell every second grader that anytime you see a giant check, you can't get that. I saw a fan duel ad played at my gas pump the other day. They've taken over the world. It's It's crazy. In a year, it's everywhere. Dude, I I mean, that's part of the reason that weed's legal is just the economy shitty. So all the stuff, you know, that we used to like, you know, thumb our noses at it's it's. Prostitution will probably be the next thing. Yeah. You think so? We're God, such I'm a, hoping. We're such a puritanical society, <laughs> that though, That dude. won't happen. Dude, because who's going to suggest that law? What congressman's going to even bring? Anybody that wants it, to get elected? We Well, it wouldn't be in Bible Belt states. It wouldn't be in, uh, like, Texas or Midwest. But I could see Oregon or Washington or California yeah. or... Northeast states, I could see that happening well, there. If you get, I've never Florida for sure. Even though, <laughs> I mean, they'll just—they don't even have to do a vote there. It'll just happen. Yeah. It'll just organically be legal yeah. one day. <laughs> but if let's say if you get a prostitute, what is what is the odds that you're going to get arrested? Probably not that good, right? Um, no, this other, I mean, the way the prostitution stings, I'm not, I'm like, uh, I've, I have my own, I have, uh, I have my own line. Dan, Dan, Dan just sat up and took a sip down. of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Dan, what are those graphs you brought? Uh, I, uh, uh, no, I mean, like, they usually, what they'll have, they'll have, like, a whole sting, so it'll be, like, like, every once in a while they'll have, like, like, they'll have, like, uh, one girl set up in one motel, and then they'll, like, entrap a bunch of people that way. But for the most part, it's the girls who get fucked over, you know? Or they'll have, yeah. like, a madam, they'll have a whore, and they'll, they'll bust that in. But for guys, it's like, because then you look at it, and the amount of money, like, the, uh, for soliciting a prostitute, the repercussions aren't that great. It re- I mean, right. aren't that big. It's not like you're going to do any jail time. No. It's a public know? shaming. They, they it's make a public you go shaming. To court, they make you pay a, some kind of fine and threaten to tell your wife, basically. It's not even fine, yeah. Like, they'll, like, that. you come in, and then, I, I, I don't even know, I think that what happens is, for a lot of these guys, they didn't even get brought into jail. Like, the cops in, they handcuff them. Right. Reading the Not even the real cuffs, though, those plastic cuffs that you put on garbage cuffs. bags. Because yeah. literally, if you want to see a guy at his lowest, watch a guy who thinks he was going to come. <laughs> you know, like, that's really the lowest you can get. So, yeah, they just sit there, and then, I don't know, I guess sometimes they get put in jail, but I, I, you never hear about that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it just seems I just, like the risk is so... You're more at risk for getting beat up or getting fucked over with money or, you know, getting robbed. You know, like, yeah. th- those are those are the real risks there. Yeah, I think the risk is getting a prostitute. Yeah. And, like, having yeah. a prostitute know where you're located and people that know that prostitute knowing where you're located. I, I mean, they're all problem. paid off, though, because it's like you can't have an escort service work without them paying the cops over. You know? Like, you're right. Off. There's no way. And a lot of the like a lot of the like a lot of the hand job places in LA apparently have like uh like police stickers on them. You know what I mean? And all that says to me is like, oh, somebody got paid off for this, yeah. you know? Is it just something innocuous like just a, a Siamese cash in support, the window? Yeah. <laughs> we support the LAPD. <laughs> anytime, yeah. So anytime you're gonna go to a place with like there's a, like where there's a black woman at the counter and there's gonna be a we support the LAPD hangover. <laughs> that's the only time I think in history that's ever happened. What if you went to a Jack Shack and there was all black women in there? That's how crazy yeah. professions are. With like w- whether we admit it or not, 
races take over different professions. Yeah. And like if you went to just like a jack shack of fake it, massage, it, and there's just like six Asian. black women in there, you're like, what? The, what, what you don't have <laughs> one Asian really, on staff. You don't have one Asian. There's no Russian girls in town. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It, they're definitely not, I like Asians get the massage parlors, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I guess Koreans do the nails. Koreans do nails. White girls get the truck stops, and then black and Hispanic girls get the street corners. Is that the how streets, it works? Yeah, man. If you and, just and, took and one the, of those and things out of context without me mentioning the other <laughs> yeah. ones, it would have been my yeah. career would be over. And but. black black and Latin girls get the strip clubs, and they get the strip clubs. Get, yeah, it's a weird kind of dynamic. You were in Miami, right? Strip clubs were insane. Though. It was crazy. It's strip clubs in Miami. Those, those girls just fuck you, right? Yes. Um. That that's a it's a thing. Uh. And I it's it's so weird. I didn't know until I left Miami that that's what was happening. I was such a square when I first moved there. I was like, oh, my friend just paid a hundred dollars for a lap dance. He's going in this room. And my like, it took me years to be like, oh. You guys are having sex back there. <laughs> no one told me. <laughs> like, I was sitting out there paying nine dollars for a Corona. Yeah, I mean that's it's just the emptiest feeling. But uh, that's good. so you were like uh, you're like the open mic version of Matt Damon and Rounders. Yes, the <laughs> the very low budget, <laughs> like uh, in New York. Is that I, movie true at all? Like how they do Rounders? Ah, uh, there's probably some some elements of it that are true, right? Yeah, I mean, it's I don't not know, like, it's but so. I mean, I I didn't do I wasn't like doing like real roughneck rooms. It was mostly online or in casinos. And then when I was in college, I played a lot of blackjack. And that was a disaster. But uh, you lost money with blackjack. I know I won a little bit of money, but it was this whole. I wound up like my first semester. I'll tell the short version. I was yeah. eighteen. There's an Indian reservation casino there, and so I taught myself how to count cards. Wow. And uh, it, but that's just, it's not as hard as people think it is. It's actually pretty easy. No, you're probably yeah. just really smart. Well, <laughs> <laughs> even in traffic, people can't handle that. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's just counting cards, you know. That's all it is. Um, and then a little math, I guess. So you know how to count cards. Yeah. yeah. What but is the general concept behind that? The general concept is just that when it favors the player when there's more high cards. Okay. So you're basically like say tens and aces are minus one. So when those come out, that's bad for for you. And then the low cards are plus one. And when the count gets positive, you bet more. Oh, so that's all it is. What a simple explanation to something I've never understood in 38 yeah. years on this planet. I'm such a moron that <laughs> you said the first part of it, and then I just was like, <laughs> I was like walls. So you aren't doing like Rain Man stuff. It's just it's hard. You got to pay. It's just tedious, and if you make any mistakes, it kind of fucks so, up. So so that's why it kind of lends itself to people that have autism because they can quickly. Kind yeah, of count how many and it's years. just you have to count without like being like one, two, <laughs> three, you know. And um, the advantage you get is actually pretty small, but it's so you just have to play a long time. And I moved there; I had like five hundred bucks, and I just thought if I lose this, I'll just get a job, and like on campus. And I wound up in like three weeks, I won like six grand. Oh my god! Wow. And but then I had never like my only jobs before that I was making like four dollars an hour, so I kind of got like gold fever right and just started playing like crazy and then lost most of it and i got like a 0.75 my first uh, my first semester oh, because you, yeah. that's only okay if you're a nose tackle uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was on scholarship so that was bad and then the second semester i finally i kind of stopped but then i got like a two point something and i just was like ah oh, fuck it and i dropped out and went to a community college for a year and then i dropped out of that and then he became the hilarious comedian you are. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so if it wasn't for blackjack, I might be. Do your parents know you were gambling during that time or no? Uh, kind of yes and no. They knew I was playing a little bit, but, you know, I definitely don't think they knew I got a point seven five. But uh, Oh, did, it didn't get sent to them? No, because by then I'm like 18. Eight yeah. years yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to beat my mom <laughs> to the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I remember one time, it was like Christmas break. And because the college was like three hours from my house where I yeah. grew up. And on Christmas, I drove out to the casino. Oh, my God. To, draw, to try to win my money back. Wow. And it was, uh, I was going like, I was waking up at like four in the morning in my dorm being like, I got to go gamble. And I would go oh play blackjack. And so that's when I was like, this is a little, this is getting a little weird. This is rough. And then a couple of yeah. times when I was winning, I got pulled over by the, by the cops a few times and they were giving me the business. And so. I don't know. It, it just got a little goofy. So yeah, they got pulled. You got pulled over because you were winning. Yeah, the few. It was really weird. He was throwing I, money out of the window as he was going <laughs> down the highway. And I had never been pulled. Like I, I didn't drink. So I didn't smoke or anything. Yeah. And I, I won like twelve hundred bucks, and the cop pulls pulls me over, and he searches for doing me. nothing. Yeah, and uh, they like toss my car. They're like, we want you. You like don't. Don't don't come back here and stuff. And what? Yeah, it was really weird. Really? So, Were you leaving Hazard County? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they knew? So they must have tipped the cops off? I don't know. It what? was just it was just really weird. But you didn't do anything wrong traffic wise. No, no, I pulled out of the parking lot and I got pulled over by like four cars. Do you think they don't know the guys that are coming and cleaning the casino out? They probably were just like. But it was like I only won like twelve hundred dollars. Well, they told most you people don't probably come aren't back. No, he goes because one of my headlights was out. He goes. I don't want to see you in the east side of town. I don't want to see you in the north side of town. I don't want to see you in the west side of town until you get that headlight fixed. <laughs> south side's wide open. Oh, though. yeah, south side. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Did they give you a ticket? No. But they, so weird. And they were going through my car like they found a bag of safety pins. He goes, what's with all these safety pins? <laughs> For the record, I would ask that question, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, I go, I go, I go, I don't know, man. He goes, a man don't need that many safety pins. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is kind of. What sad. were the safety pins for? Uh, I had a suit jacket that had ripped. <laughs> yeah. And then I took it to the whatever. That's great. So. Your entire life is like a Raymond Carver story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I kind of quit <laughs> that, and then. Just playing with friends and playing in yeah. Canada and whatever. How is Canada different than the U.S.? It's fine. It's just where you go before you turn 21. Okay. It's like right Oh, yeah, especially bridge. Detroit. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're running up there all the yeah. time. Yeah. Wow. But, you know. That's so ballsy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just so what you... I just, I was do. obsessed with the idea of not having to work a crummy job. And I like competition and, like, math and stuff. So I just thought it was my... That was my golden ticket to not have to like. Do you like? Uh, did you like the highs from gambling better, or the highs from comedy? Well, this was all before I started doing comedy. But which which one's better? I like comedy. I don't get high during comedy. I like comedy better, much better. But you don't have that like. When you would write a joke that would kill on TV, mm -hmm. what would you feel? It's fun. It's weird because by then I don't know. It just doesn't process. Yeah. In that moment, while it's while it's happening, mm -hmm. well, on on TV, it's like, oh, thank God, I'm not like eating shit right now. Right, right. But uh, it's fun. Like the most fun is you do a joke for the first time, and, and it that's kills. the most. Yeah, fun. that is the best. Because you have so that little split split second, you know, between the joke and the laugh. You're like, oh, is this gonna happen? Then you get the big laugh. You're like, okay, if it's if it's killing the first time I do it, it's probably a decent joke. Right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah.
the it's although it's always funny when you're certain a joke is going to kill and it just completely tanks oh, and yeah. you can't yeah. believe it so you just <sighs> you try and save it with some like you're like <laughs> this, the, the this is gonna work ones. yeah yeah the overwritten ones yeah i remember i would do your guys beauty bar show all the time and i uh it was fun oh not all the time i did a couple of times but there was a um was i don't know if you guys are talking about that but there's no like a girl that was stalking you guys yeah um well she started can you off, talk about that yeah she started off <laughs> i worked with her at an office and yeah. uh sending me these strange emails about yeah really i could bring they're kind of very deeply weird and how she was thinking about me what was and, she like sexual stuff yeah and weird telling me about her family and like sexual stuff in the family email no just we yeah, just Telling me what she wanted to like do and right, uh, what kind of stuff did she want to do? No, just like nothing like super graphic. Just because she had asked me out, I think that's ah, probably not a good idea. And, uh, yeah, whatever. And uh, was she hot? Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's Jesse being a nice guy, Grunt. But I mean, <laughs> she wasn't my type. But also, we worked in the same office. The people that have eyes type. Well, that, listen, I'm not I. <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't know. But uh, also, she was just kind Imagine of, Oliver Platt in a onesie. Uh. <laughs> um, even if she was my type, she it was just, uh, uh, without getting into, she was just sending me over and over emails. I was like, look, you got to stop writing me. How many did she send you before you were like, this is bad? Like 10 or 12. Yeah, that's and a like lot. Weirder. <laughs> and like things about yeah. her, like praying in church and all she could do was think about me and uh, oh my god! And what she's gonna do? And I'm like, oh, oh my god! god. And uh, I didn't know what to do. She started coming <laughs> to the shows. How did she find out about the show? You Facebook or whatever? Something like that. And I'm I feel bad even talking. I don't want to cut the story not... off, but think how great. Like she's obsessed with this guy, and then she finds out he does a show every week. <laughs> she's like, thank the Lord, my yeah. prayers. Have been... <laughs> We're the e- I always said that stand-up comedians the easiest people to murder. Yeah. Easy- uh. I think about that too. You stay away from me unless you want to come see me at Stand Up New York tonight. <laughs> and I also think that, like, don't lose where you're on the story. Yeah. That it's so easy to kill an A-list celebrity comedian because it's like, think about how hard it would be to yeah. like kill Kanye West. Like, you, it's hard, hard to just get to him. But like Chris Rock, when he's working on an hour, you can see him at the fucking Tempe Improv. Right. He'll have a notebook with him, mm-hmm. but you could sit in the front row for notebook, fifty bucks. I mean, you can't you can't guard, block a bull with a notebook. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> my dude. grandfather found out that the hard way. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so she finds out you have a show. So she comes to the show, and it's a light, as what happens sometimes at beauty bars, a pretty light, light show. And she was there, and I was like, oh, Vince, we got to get the show. Wow. <laughs> I get, we can't do the show. So Front row? Yeah, and, uh, well, I was, <laughs> I was hiding in the DJ booth waiting for her because she was there, like, waiting, <coughs> I think, waiting to talk to me. That sounds like an EDM song. So I'm, like, wrapping up the chords in the booth. And then I, as soon as I stand up, she's right there. She goes, I'm waiting for you. Oh, my <laughs> God. And I go, well, hey, the show got canceled, but, you know, thanks for coming. <laughs> um, oh and then she left, and then a few more emails. And then I finally, I was like, I was trying not to be mean, but yeah. it started, and I go, look, stop. This has to stop. She's like, stop it. Stop. And she, she's, then she wrote back, like, I'm gone. And then, like, two days later, she starts emailing Vince. Wow. <laughs> the other guy. So she was like, yeah, I guess I like Vince now. And Vince was a little more blunt than me. And then we never heard from her. Did she quit the job? Uh, yeah, because by then I had I had quit. Um, that I like walked off that job. And that's part of the times when I was playing poker for a couple months. 
Jeez. And, uh, but uh, I've never been hunted by a woman like that ever. Have you ever been hunted by a woman? It's, Al? it's a little uh, bit you know, it's weird. It was unnerving. a weird situation. But yeah, you had somebody like a fan come after you. Somebody you hooked up with. It, w- it was before uh, before I started comedy. Um, yeah. I was uh, when I was just, back when I was a middle school teacher. Uh, I met this girl at a bar, and uh, like uh, we got into it that night, you know, in the in the car, and uh, things happened. Uh, you know, I'm trying to say this in the word. I don't know. P to B. Yeah. So anyway, yeah the 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 um the condom came off. Let's just get to it. Yeah. And so um she kind of had me over a barrel because I was like, you know, I had a condom. I, I didn't think she was pregnant, but I was hitting her up. You know, I was just ten years ago, ten twelve years ago, and I was hitting her up like, hey, did you do you think you're pregnant? Are you cool? And she just started sending weirder and weirder messages like, so what if I was? What I'm not good enough to be like. And this is like a girl yeah. I got drunk with one time and didn't know yeah. her last name, barely knew her first name. And so I'm trying to be, handle it nicely, and then all of a sudden, uh, she starts sending me emails, um, just saying uh, I haven't had my period in four weeks, and I think it's gonna happen. Oh, and, no. and it's just like this is just happening, and she's contacting me all the time. And I had a friend. This is this is what you could do, pr- kind of pre-internet. Uh, I had my friend type. Uh, he grabbed some legal uh, legal head paper from um, uh, this office that he was he was temping at, and we typed a fake letter just sent it uh, as an attorney yeah as a cease and desist mm-hmm. from contacting me uh or else we were going to contact our manager and i never heard from her again we sent like a fake that's great a fake wow, letter. Really smart. but she was i mean this is like i mean this is after i don't know 45 phone calls and yeah you know a couple of dozen emails just like i i just think we you need to just start sending me money to start getting ready for the kid like she was she wasn't pregnant but like Same. she just wanted me to start sending her, like three hundred dollars, and at the time three hundred dollars a month was, that would difference between me and being on the street. Not, yeah, you know, like no, that, I didn't have three hundred dollars. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I had a. This is the this is how letterhead I guess can be used for evil, but a friend of a friend, of a friend I think, or a friend of a friend, somebody I I know tangential. I don't know if it's true or not, so I could never confront him. But apparently he used to like carry around a fake letterhead saying he was cleared of STDs. I don't even wow. know if he had. I don't know if he had them or not. But like, what a fucked up thing. To How often does that come up? Yeah. They're like, well, do you have the paperwork? Like, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't that. It was a vasectomy, I think, so he oh. could have sex without a condom. Wow. It's insane. Well, there's other reasons to have sex with the condom besides yes. pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I mean, if a guy's <laughs> if a guy's going to that, I don't think he's factory knows him. <laughs> Did he have it laminated? Like, you can't keep breaking out a piece of paper. Uh, I need this notarized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, also that's eventually going to get someone pregnant. Also, anyway, I think there's I think there's a lot of holes in that plan. <laughs> I have a friend of mine. My a friend of mine, like uh, a friend of mine, doesn't use condoms. He doesn't use condoms. I think a lot of people don't use condoms. Man. That's insane. Well, it's, it was like forty percent of people apparently don't use condoms. But I, I, I mean, I guess a lot of people are in relationships or whatever. But I understand they feel like shit. But come on, can you imagine? Like shit. You know, that'd be the greatest condom ad ever. Like, listen, this feels like shit. They feel but like come shit. On. But come on, Trojan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grow up. Trojan. All condoms need to do is like all they really need to do for Trojan. They make all these funny commercials. All you need to do is like show like a fucking. 
17 year old girl and a kid that's it or like a you know like some young family and a kid like or somebody who's got seven kids yeah like looking at the blue thing yeah and that's it and then just trojan you know what it is it they should it should be like a 22 year old good looking guy like on the beach at lake havasu like having the time of his life and he looks at the phone and just that's says, great i'm pregnant yeah. trojan just, all that shit's over <laughs> that is Fucking You're about amazing. to be in a house in Madison, Wisconsin, arguing with this chick about the fucking light bill. That's oh, your new reality. That's it. It's over. Your fun is over when you get a girl pregnant, especially young. It's over. It's over. How old were you? Uh, I mean, when you had your kid. 30. Oh, so crazy. I was already done. Like, you look I'm, so much younger. I was already done having fun. It's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It really, it really does. It. I mean, I couldn't. Like, I have friends that, like, had their first kid at 22, and I'm like, how the f- yeah. I was a maniac. Well, I couldn't like now. It's weird because like I'll somebody close to me actually just got pregnant, and um, they're like, "Oh, I'm pregnant." I'm like, I'm "Like, oh my god, really?" I'm like, they're "Like, are you sure?" And they're like, "Yeah, I'm 28. It's like not that big of a deal, you know what I mean? It's like it's not that big of a deal. It's like ah, oh, it's yeah. I'm the normal age that this should happen at. Yeah. But now I, I now I I'm just I have such arrested development. I don't even see it. So. Jesse, any kids? No. Want any? I'm not anti, but I'm not. Uh trying to do it right now right yeah, yeah wow. i would like That's, to well yeah. we got somebody right here <laughs> okay fine i'll do it the door opens <laughs> just like, a, like smoking a cigarette Me, anastasia. And lottery ticket. <laughs> anastasia she's here on a 90-day she visa she is fertile <laughs> we'll see she's fertile my my dad is always asking me because uh, i'm not married you know most of the, i'm from the mid yeah West, yeah so most everybody's married with kids and yes. so, uh, my dad he, he said but Jesse, you still want to be masturbating when you're 74? <laughs> That's a good number. I was like, what does that have to do with getting married? You could take, I don't know. <laughs> when I'm 74, I want to be getting pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking... I love that that came out of like nowhere either. You guys weren't even talking about you being single. He was just talking no, about it's also, shingles, like, and then he brings that up. <laughs> like a couple of Christmases ago, and I love my dad. We get along, but like sometimes he'll uh, we're sitting around Christmas. And like, so Jesse, uh, you're a heterosexual for the most part, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Dad. Just because I've never been married, or you know, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I, oh, and also I'm not going to talk about sex with my dad. So unless no. I have like a live-in girlfriend or a wife, it's. I can be like, hey, Dad, pull up a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, you know. I am doing real well. <laughs> well, it's it's funny now because I'll be like, my friends will get like, you know, like their, their wife's pregnant. They want their wife to be pregnant. They're married. And then they'll like be like, yeah, I'm so excited. And then like me being insecure, I'm like, yeah, check out this girl I hooked up with last month. And they'll look at it and they'll be like, good for you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> good for you, you know. Like, That's because we're all great. jealous. We're married dudes are jealous. You think so? Yes. I am. You don't like you, but you you got to see the other side of it too, right? What fun and commitment? No, I mean, <laughs> just like what the fuck? Well, I mean, there's a reason you got married, you know? Yeah. I mean, I so you got to see the other side. It's of it It's got. You know, it's 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 good and it's it's just it it is what it is. But yeah. I think I think it, it's good. I think marriage is good for comics, especially somebody like me, because I have. a tendency to, to isolate like i would yeah. just like stay in my room until i go do a show yeah, It'd be yeah weird um so i think it's a i think it's a good thing it makes me get out and interact and shit yeah um 
But I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think I'd be so good at the Tinder thing. I think I would be. It, I think it would it would distract me from what I was trying to do. I I mean I agree with that. I just like Tinder in in the parking lot here. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> fat, you know, like ugh, just loading in. Yeah. yeah but it's and then be they insane. they send you a message now Tinder when they go because you you what it is you can only like so many people now and then they shut you down. For the day, wow! And then, so then the, but then they'll send you a message at like. <laughs> they six. send somebody to throw water on your yeah. balls. It's <laughs> <laughs> six in the morning. They'll send you a message to say your likes have been replenished. So did you set your. <laughs> this is the most like, vampire-y thing. Five yeah. fifty-eight. Your yeah. line goes off. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Five fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never, I've never, I've hooked up from OkCupid. I don't think I've ever hooked up from Tinder. Maybe I have. I don't know. I don't really? Think so. I don't think so. What about Craigslist? Not yet. Have you hooked up from Craigslist? No, I've never done online dating. Never. How do you? Uh, have you dated somebody recently or no? Uh, not really. No. No. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm just kind of like. You're a lone wolf, man. I'm a lone wolf. Yeah. I'm a loner. You know, it's like the a end rebel. of every uh, Walker Texas Ranger mm-hmm. episode yeah. when they try to get him to stay. But <laughs> he just walks out sorry, of the bar, pushes go. the saloon doors open, and <laughs> yeah. walks into the sunset. I gotta, I gotta help out the next Boys and Girls Club. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go do that. <laughs> oh, that's boy. cool yeah what's the worst date you've ever been on oh god i haven't been on that many where you kind of go on like an actual official first it's weird date. yeah you know i think squares do that more than comics well, do. I, yeah. I, i'm square i'm a square though you go on dates where you go pick the girl up and go let's have a good time my lady yep really i kind of like it i'm not opposed to it it just how does i wear it, my le- letter you know, jacket yeah. too <laughs> <laughs> you're like leaning against your 67 vet when she comes out of the- <laughs> <laughs> but how do you even meet? I don't even know. Like, unless you're in a bar, Johnny Bravo, or something. How do you go? Do you go talk to a girl at the coffee? Usually, drink? it's like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm usually through comedy and shit. That's how mm-hmm. I've met most of them, you know. But I, I, I agree with Jesse. I think it, it's got to be hard now to to meet somebody because everybody's got their earbuds in, and at the coffee shop, people are working. Like, what are you going to walk over and put your hand on their table? Excuse me. Like, how do you even get a girl's attention in real life? Yeah. Like I wouldn't even know how to do that. If you like, I, I was saying this to somebody else. Like, uh, no matter who I've had, say, who it's been, whether it's been, you know, some, you know, like whether it's been a girl I'm really excited about, or a girl I'm not as excited about, there still is that moment where you're going to her place and you're just like, "How did this happen?" You <laughs> know what I mean? This is crazy. This shouldn't have been able to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a really hard thing to do. It's yeah. way harder than like trying to kill on stage, I think, or something like that. You know, because more time. The chances that she doesn't have a boyfriend, that she's into you. That she's it, it, available. It's yeah. It's it's a lot of things that have to go down in, in order yeah. for you to hook up with a girl. It's yeah. It's just too much. And then sometimes I'll like be at a coffee shop and I'll see a guy hitting on, you know, one of the women, and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? It just looks so. You can tell that she doesn't. She's not interested, and he's still right. Like I saw a guy. He goes. Uh, he goes. What's your phone number? She says, I don't have a phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And they were the only. I wasn't eavesdropping. They were just. They were just sitting right mm-hmm. next to me. And the guy goes, "Well, if you ever get one and decide to get it activated, let me give you my card." <laughs> he totally did not uh, even. Dude, I gotta respect that though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way too. Where it's like, this guy is just Glenn Gary, Jack Lemon, yeah. Glenn Gary, Glenn yeah. Rossing. That's what a, what a real estate agent does. We'll yeah. Just take yeah. my card. Just take my card, man. Or he's on like outbound sales, or it's just numbers, baby. Yeah. I just gotta hit my metrics. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see some desperate shit. You were telling me that one story of a beauty bar, that one guy, I won't mention his name or whatever. I think he's a guy who got banned from your show. 
We just said, like, we talk about that. You got a nice little 86 list at your beauty bar show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The racist joke? Yeah, the racist. He said the N-word, and then somebody threw something at it. What? What? He was... (laughs) He said he was a guy, and I'm not gonna like shit on him or anything. But he, he, was a, he we can't say his name, but it's not hard detective work. Um, <laughs> just in case no. this, is a, this is a comic. Yeah, and he, he was a guy who just persistence. He was like faxing the bar. <laughs> Did he fax the bar? He faxed, no, he yeah. didn't. He faxed the bar. He again. faxed his packet to the bar. <laughs> And emailing and messaging. And <laughs> he fixed the back. And then me and Vince were like, I mean, how bad can it be? Let's just book him. <laughs> so when he goes up on stage, he goes, what's the joke? And he said, um, he goes, my, my uncle was hung like a black guy. He got lynched. <laughs> <laughs> and then a black guy in the crowd threw his beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got all over people in the row, and me and Vince were like, "Oh my god!" And this was when the show had first started. So then they were the management was really mad at us, and we were like, "No more booking people just because they're you know persistent." By the way, if I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge you guys. If somebody faxes, I'm like, "This guy wants to do seven. <laughs> this guy's got a tight seven. That is crazy." Yeah. And then his manager showed up. <laughs> And before the show, he goes, just so you know, I've... Uh, he had a manager? Yeah, I don't even know if it really was. He was but just, who, who was this guy? I don't know. He's, and he goes, <laughs> he's, just so you know, I've written over 100,000 jokes, so nothing you say will surprise me. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> That's... Uh, so there's just some real... And then at that show, sometimes you just have random people, they'd say, so they'd say, so uh, they walk in the bar and say, so, so how can I do the show? I go, well, do you do, you do comedy? Where, where do you go up to? Oh, no, I haven't done comedy before. <laughs> and they go, but I'll I'll bring friends. I'm really funny. Like, no, nah, we can't. Uh, but it does say something about the shows we do, too. Yeah. That, like, any, like, a normal be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, it's fine <laughs> to get up here. I can yeah, try it out here. I, I agree with that. But there's also, think about how many guys think mm-hmm. that they could beat up Ronda Rousey. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, she would f- kick the shit out of it. Who do you think would dude. win Mayweather or uh, Rousey? I, if she got a right? hold of him, I think it'd be over quick. Really? Dude, wrestlers? Yeah. Dog, that shit is about leverage. And once you, uh, the, dude, she's on the floor wrestling with people for the last 10 years. Like, so you think she could you. get him down? Well, you know? the, Mayweather's the thing on, is, what does he fight at, 154? The thing is, yeah. though, getting him down. He's so fast. I don't know if she he's gonna. If you can get a hold of those legs, if you can shoot and go get those legs, I'm not saying she might She might take a couple of hot ones. Yeah. yeah. She's going to take a couple of hot ones. Yeah. But, you know, if but then she. Once she gets him down, it's she, over. It's over. It's there's no That's why those saving ultimate him. fighter guys are like everyone was like, well Tyson would beat up anybody. I'm like I don't know if he could beat up an ultimate fighter if like the guy could. Dude, everybody hits hard. It's just like once you get get through that guard. Yeah. Once they get you, there you like, can't. If you could take five hits from Tyson, which obviously none of them, no one in this room could. Oh, do, I but... could. Yeah, you could. You're seven, right. I'm eight. Sorry. I'm seven sorry. or eight. <laughs> but like you, you'd be able to get him down. At first, two, I'd be dead, but I could yeah, take yeah, those yeah, last yeah. three. <laughs> 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 but you could, you could get him down for sure, right? I mean, if, if you get if Tyson a, would, if I, I, who do you think would win a fight for this? Like Mike Tyson or Bro- Brock Lesnar in their prime, or like uh, Chuck Liddell, or uh, wait. Like I'm trying to say, like, like a Mike Tyson versus like a Chuck Liddell. Well, or... Chuck, Chuck Liddell was more of a puncher. Anyway. Okay, not, but maybe not but, him. I'm trying I, to. I think I, anybody that's like a real skilled wrestler it, that could maybe even if they can get through one, if they can avoid one or two. That that was the thing. It's like 
a Mike Tyson punch without any gloves on yeah, is going to really fucking yeah. fuck you up. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be real bad. Yeah, so maybe Tyson would win. Maybe he, he was may- the most dangerous it's, guy ever. It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Who what? wins in his prime? Tyson in his prime or Ali in his prime? Oh, Muhammad Ali. You think so? Yeah. No. Tyson Tyson was fighting a lot of palookas. And just like, <laughs> True. Like, like, if you watch those old... Like say the old, uh, the old YouTube it's montage. Like, is that my dad yeah. Up there? yeah, it's like who is this? Guy? It just looks like some guy from the docks. Yeah, <laughs> which and, it probably was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I always think about that. Like, you never know what point in history you are, and those mm-hmm. guys are probably like, oh, they're gonna give me six, six, five hundred bucks to fight this guy, Michael Tyson. Yeah, like you don't know that you're <laughs> fighting the youngest heavyweight champ in the world. You're just like, I could pay my rent and. Queens for the next yeah. three months with this fight. Oh man, and you could see it. Those guy, like when when they go up against him, like they're like when they get that first hit, the they first are like, hit. What the fuck? Yeah. Was that? And you see it in their eyes. <laughs> they're like, no, this isn't what. But they almost have that face like a normal person face in the box. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have that face of like this isn't what I was trained to do. Or that Spinks fight, which yeah. was what yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah, like so, yeah, and I, I mean, Leon Spinks was the heavyweight champ of the world. I mean, this isn't some fucking bum. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. on the street corner. I mean, this is the one of the best fighters in the world, and he was out of there in 90 seconds. <laughs> 90. Didn't even look like Tyson was hurt. No. no. Can you imagine, like, that's got to be the best when you knock a guy out and you're not hurt at all and you're the heavyweight champ and you just look at your account and you're like, oh, they just put $45 million in my direct deposit. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm going to get a blowjob tonight. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the most awkward thing that's happened to you on stage? The worst thing. Let me think. Oh God, it's there's so many. Um, Nothing like the Lynch thing. No, I well, the, I remember I thought I was getting heckled one time. This is at uh, a club in New York. I thought I was getting heckled one time, and it turned out to be like a autistic kid in a wheelchair. Oh, and yeah. The lights are you know how the lights you can't see past the first few rows and. Somebody was making noises, and I don't even remember. remember Same remember thing what, happened to me. What I said, and then the crowd just went. <gasps> I was like, "What? What the fuck?" I didn't even really say anything. And then I looked down, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And by then, you can't really bounce back. So I just kind of plowed through my set. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. No, I had that. I mean, I've talked <laughs> close about this with on your the autism show. joke. Yeah, yeah. I did like a, a show. Well, speaking in, of wheelchairs. Yeah. I did a show in Winnipeg where this like. I just kept hearing like, oh, oh, and I'm like, this motherfucker, and I, I ripped apart. <laughs> And that person laughed, and everybody they were with laughed. But then they got back. I guess they got in the car and realized it was like either emotionally handy or mentally. I forget what it was. But then the, the, they were talking about how funny the show was. But then the handler was like, no, no, he was making fun of you. Wow. <laughs> and then they got like, then they like sent an angry call to oh. the club or whatever. But like, what? Like, this thing is like, really? why yeah. would you make fun of that person? It doesn't make any sense. Like, right. obviously, like for me, like, obviously, I didn't see. What was going on? I was not like I'm going to pick that guy out of the crowd. No, of course not. Like, Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, your it, free ride through life stops tonight. <laughs> Although one of my favorite, there's one club booker story. Yeah, there's one club booker story I heard is amazing. Where this dude was, it's a very like comic friendly club booker, and this woman in a wheelchair was like heckling. He just goes in, grabs the chair, and wheels her right out of the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the same dude. The same dude I heard. And, <laughs> I can't say the name. <laughs> the same dude. I mean, this guy was like, uh, I was doing the, I was doing the club, and uh, there was like an electrical stir- storm, and I'm like, oh hey, where's uh, where's uh, where's where's Jimmy? Uh, and they're like, 
Like, is he, uh, is he working the show? He goes, no, he's, uh, he's fixing the roof. And he was just like trying to like, like re or I re, re, retile the roof during this electrical storm. The guy was incredible, man. The guy would like, he was like one of these guys. He would, uh, I remember this guy came in with this girl, uh, this woman. No, this girl came in who's attractive. This guy, and apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard from somebody, he just jumps up in front of her and he goes, Titties, <laughs> and, then, and then the guy goes, "That's my daughter." <laughs> he goes, "Huh?" <laughs> he runs <to> the back. <laughs> this awesome. is amazing. I have another one for this. I wish I could say I can, but he was like on the phone with. Uh, <laughs> apparently, what happened is people would make reservations, and if they didn't show up, he would go call them and like be like, "Why didn't you show up?" <laughs> It was, a, it was, and one time he like called one. And he left an angry message and he hung up. And then somebody came up and he goes, "Hi, a table for this." And it was the people he <laughs> oh. just <laughs> on the so they had to come home and like listen to the message <laughs> after five o'clock. That's like something from a sitcom. Then he's got to break into the house yeah. and switch the tapes. Oh man, I just that no, woman in the wheelchair. I just think not only are you being kicked out of a club, that's got to be very powerless to be in a chair and somebody that you don't like is pushing it. I respect it, though. I got to say. It's great. Fuck that wheel. Fuck that handicapped person. Like, if your mental faculties are, you shouldn't be heckling, you know? Oh, yeah. No, fuck her. I'm just saying, like, if you were in a wheelchair and somebody you didn't know and A was pissed that she was pushing it briskly, yeah. <laughs> it's got to well, be, like, really powerless. There's this, um, there's this Staten Island. What's the Staten Island Club? It's like. Governors or something? No, there's like a no, there's that's a Long Island one. There's a Staten Island one. I forget what it's it's some donkey thing. I don't know what it is. But I got there and I was doing crowd work and it was a Halloween show, so everybody was in costume. That sounds like and fun. uh but then I like turned to yeah, of course I wasn't in costume, but the audience was. Yeah. And I turned to the right and I'm like, Oh, what is this guy dressed as he's and I realized he was wearing a cape, but the rest of it, I thought it was this complex costume, but it was just the wheelchair he was in. Oh, so I had to stop. This guy was well, Looks awesome. I love that cape. <laughs> and then I moved on to the next person. That's good. I yeah. did I, I did a benefit one one time. And it was for a kid who had had eye cancer. Mm-hmm. He had an eye patch on. And they said, uh, you got to work totally clean. Don't mention cancer. Which is fine. I don't have a cancer chunk. And I'm generally clean. And, uh, Speak for yourself. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> So we're like getting ready to go on stage, and there's this other comic who's not on the show. He's just kind of like, kind of like hanging out at the club. He's, he's like, oh, talk about how you're gonna fuck that kid's eye hole or something. Like, oh, <laughs> what? So he's like, oh, you got to talk about how that. It's like, dude, you can't. No, I'm not gonna go do that joke. I'm gonna keep it. I'd rather. What if that was the moment that kept you from being the next Kevin Hart? Yeah. <laughs> was the fuck eye hole joke? He told me it'd be funny. <laughs> All right, so this comes out in two weeks. So is uh, not next weekend, but the week after. Does anyone have anything to pop? Sorry, we gotta. Uh, I'll be at Joker's in Richland, Washington, August. Well, not August, October twenty second or something. So that. Oh yeah, that'll be, be that yet. week. Yeah, yeah. So sweet. I'll be in Vancouver that weekend at Yuck Yucks. Vancouver. Oh, uh, yeah. just my Twitter, Al Jackson, and uh, Instagram, Al Jackson IG. And I'll be saying this entire podcast word for word, acting out the other guy's lines. <laughs> I had no idea. By the way, I just found out you're on a British children's show. I, I am. I had no idea. Five seasons. This is so great. You're like a celebrity in 
child Britain. I am. I the, so, like kids know me. You said over you there. were like in England. I was like, oh, so you're like what? You're doing stand? I just thought you were doing no, stand up over there. I've been doing the show for five years. Oh, this, wow. is our, this is our fifth season. Are they and they're doing it again? I think so. Uh, do we? We've been number one in the ratings. We want to. We want a BAFTA Children's Award. Oh my year. god, dude, it's crazy. Like I go around it. Like when I walk around, like when I was in uh, London, we went to Seaside Town, and like I probably signed like. 15 autographs. Really? Like, yeah, from like 15 year old kids. That's amazing. It's and nobody crazy. here fucking knows. That's the no. craziest thing ever. It's like, it's the greatest thing ever. We just shoot for two weeks. You come, you pay- feel like a celebrity. Yeah. And I come back to LA and, and I'm leave. like, oh my God. That's I'm great, man. Back to Pepe's Tacos. I yeah. love that shit. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? Nothing? All right. I like your hat. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Tom, what, what do you got? Uh, find me on Twitter at, at TomDog. All right. Sweet. How'd you get Tom Dog? That's a good. That's pretty. That's pretty. Good. That's quick. And he killed a bunch I, of other morning radio DJs. <laughs> <laughs> I was there from the beginning. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much, guys. That was great. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our hosts performing live. This weekend, Dan St. Germain will be performing at Yuck Yucks in Vancouver, Canada. Please, Canadian friends, at least our friends in Vancouver, go see Dan. For more specifics on his shows, go to danstgermain.net. And a heads up to our friends in Fort Worth, Texas, Dan will be at Hyena's Comedy Nightclub next month. Sean Donnelly will be performing in and around New York City at places such as the Village Underground and the Comedy Cellar. For specific show times and dates, go to SeanDonnellyComedy.com. And Thomas Attila Lewis will be at the Funny Bone in Albany on Sunday, Sunday, October 25th. Hey, it would be really great if you could rate and review our podcast. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher, click on the stars, write a sentence or two. It would really help us out. Thank you. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Yes, we're a part of the All Things Comedy Network. We're one of many great comedy podcasts. That's allthingscomedy.com. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. So lift me up. Lift me up. Lift me up. Lift me up.